Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. From our gospel lesson from Matthew 1, verse 23, which quotes our Old Testament lesson in Isaiah. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So far, our text. I personally believe that next to the name Jesus, the most important name for our Savior is Emmanuel. The name that we celebrate during the Christmas season. God with us. It is that concept, that name, Emmanuel, that is in the heart and center of our faith. It is Emmanuel in holy baptism. As once more Parker was promised, Lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. It is Emmanuel in holy communion where Jesus says, Take and eat, this is my body. Take and drink, this is my blood. The real presence of our Savior with us in that sacrament. Truly, our God is Emmanuel. God with us. And I would like to spend some time thinking about, meditating on, and contemplating this concept that our God, our Savior Jesus, is Emmanuel, God with us. The problem is, as I was putting together this message, I was starting to come up with at least six points that I wanted to make about God being Emmanuel. And you figure maybe about five minutes on each point, that means about a 30-minute sermon. And I think, now, do I want to torture everybody here for 30 minutes? Or do I need to do something else? Well, if you'll look at your outline in your worship folder, you will notice that I decided to do something else. Notice just the title, Emmanuel, God with us, and then there's those parentheses which say, part one, which means there's going to be a part two, divided up. And since I'm preaching on Christmas Day, this Wednesday, I figure that's the perfect time to do part two. So you'll get part one today and you'll have to come to on Christmas Day to get part two. Just all there is to it. Okay? Today, I want to focus in on the first word of that God with us. In other words, God with us. On Christmas Day, I'll focus on the last word of that God with us. And what does Emmanuel mean for that, for us? As you can see from our outline, when I think of God with us and what Emmanuel means in our situation with God or who God is, there's three things that, I come, that come to mind for me 
First of all, God or Jesus, because he is the Emmanuel who comes, Jesus is one of us. Think about that for a minute. Our God, the almighty creator of the entire universe, chose to be Emmanuel, God with us, God one of us. He chose to become just like you and me, a human being. What a miracle. What an amazing thing. What does that mean, that God is one of us? That means God is not just a spirit sitting up on a throne in heaven, but God is one of us. He has experienced what you and I experience. He knows what we're going through. He's been there. He understands. Listen to those great words of Hebrews chapter 2. For this reason he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted. He has gone through what you and I are going through. He was born and he had to grow up as a child. He had to go through the teenage years. He became an adult. He experienced family. He had friends. He understands what it means to be misunderstood, to be rejected, to be hated. He struggled with temptations just like you and I do. He understood fear. I cannot imagine any better word for what was happening in the Garden of Gethsemane than that. As he pleaded with his God, with his Father, to have some other way and yet even in that fear, he walked forward. He knows what it is to experience pain and loneliness and rejection. He's been there. He knows what it is to face death, to struggle with the trials and the troubles and the pains of this world. He's done it. He is one of us. He is Emmanuel. And he understands. We can go to him with any situation, any problem, any struggle that we have. And he will understand it. Because he is one of us. He is Emmanuel. What a wondrous God. What a wonderful God to be able to go to in life. One who's been there. One who knows. One who understands. And who can from that understanding help. 
Our God is Emmanuel, Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. And that means, secondly, Jesus is for us. He's on our side. He's not an angry God in heaven over sin, standing there with a lightning bolt, waiting for us to do something wrong so he can fry us down into a pile of ash. He is not a God who takes a look at our life and says, I'm going to give you this trouble or this illness or this problem to punish you for your sin. That's not our God. Our God is Emmanuel. Our God is with us. Our God is for us. He's on our side. Those great words from Romans 8. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. God is for us. He loves us. He's on our side. He's not there to punish us. He's there to work all things for good for us. Because he loves us. He wants us to be with him in heaven forever and ever. He wants to take all of the problems, the struggles, and everything that go on in our life to build us up, to make us stronger, to keep us in our faith so that we receive that eternal life which Christ won for us. He wants to be there on our side, in all circumstances, no matter what they are. And he wants to work those things for our good. That's what it is that God is Emmanuel. He's for us. He loves us. He cares about us. Christ is at this time in heaven interceding with God on our behalf. God's attitude is not an attitude of anger. It is an attitude of love toward us. God is for us. You and I can go to him at any time. We don't have to convince him to help us. He wants to help us. He wants to be that Emmanuel. With us, for us. On our side in everything. That's what it is for God to be with us. And third, Emmanuel, Jesus is instead of us. Instead of us? Yeah, instead of us. Again from the Hebrews passage, that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Or as Paul said in Roman, or 2 Corinthians 5, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 
Jesus is Emmanuel with us. And he stood there and he said, I know you cannot live the perfect life that God requires. So I will do it instead of you. I will do it for you. Give me your sin. Let me take it upon myself. I will suffer God's wrath for it instead of you. Let me be the one who goes to that cross, who is hung between heaven and earth, who receives the full blast of God's wrath. I will do that instead of you. I am your Emmanuel. I am God with you. I will walk the path. I will suffer the punishment. I will die instead of you. That is Emmanuel. A God who takes our place. A God who gives us his righteousness instead of the sinfulness that we deserve. Who makes us saints so that we can have eternal life instead of eternal damnation. Emmanuel, God with us, a God who is one of us, a God who is for us, a God who places himself instead of us. Whoa, too much there. A God who places himself instead of us. This is who Emmanuel is God with us. And what does that mean for all of our life? What is that to us? Well, that's part two. We'll see you Christmas Day. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding... Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, who is Emmanuel, God with us. Amen.